Hi there. Welcome once again to Due to Underwhelming Demand. Yes, it's a podcast. Why? We don't know. We don't know. No one demanded for no one no. demanded this. <laughs> but here it is. You're the one listening, so it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> We delivered on our promise. We really did. Yeah, that's uh, right. By the way, as almost uh, as almost uh, late for uh, the podcast today, I was driving my kid to uh, to school, and I was behind a Camry. Uh, Camry. Camry. Then get, I get <laughs> I get by the Camry, and then 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 I'm behind There's a Buick. Yeah, no, it was a a black CRV, and you know who you are. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. My I'm sorry. CRV is silver, so yeah. Yeah, wasn't is. me. <laughs> uh, listen, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, Dave, Rachel, and Foreman. We had a radio show at one time. Now we have a podcast. Mm-hmm. And when we did the radio show, uh, we had a lot of uh, you know things that we uh, signature things that we would do. Uh, you did some fun facts. We've done headlines. I think we did a little good idea, bad idea. But yeah. People have been uh, uh, getting a hold of us and emailing us and doing all of that stuff. And uh, they they seem to want Dear Dave, Rachel, and Foreman. I was trying to go through and count uh, yeah. to see, you know, what the tally is for what was the most requested. I stopped counting because the demand for this particular segment was so much greater than the rest of them. <laughs> all right, well. It's back. Here we go. It's back. You know, I saw this one on Springer the other day. Controversy, drama, opinions, debate. Dear Dave and Rachel. Dear Dave and Rachel. Informant. <laughs> Dear Informant. Dave, Rachel, Informant. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Because it's our podcast and we can do what we want now. Uh, Dear Dave, Rachel, Informant, I've been dating someone for a little over a month now and I've started to sleep at his place a couple of nights a week. I have some system issues that are pretty hard to mask, though. So every morning, I pretty much have to jet out of there as soon as I wake up because I have to use the bathroom and I don't want to do it at his place. (laughs) He started to question why I leave so abruptly in the morning. And I think he feels like it has something to do with him. But it's really because I don't want to poop at his place. So I'm looking for advice on how to hide what I'm doing and just use his bathroom or how to approach the subject with him. I used to date someone I could freely talk to about all this, but I don't want to scare this new guy off too soon. Any ideas? <laughs> She's um, a party pooper. A party pooper. <laughs> she poops at parties. She's not though. Jennifer poops at parties. She poops at parties. So so, and people know this. Um, this is um. This is one of those things that they don't. You, if there was a uh, a dating or a relationship handbook, and there are many, I think, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's right. They're all up there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in the <laughs> in the relationship manual, they don't tell you how you deal with the pooping issue. They don't. No, they, they would know. Ah, yeah, I did. I got all the books. Um, <laughs> Do you do you think? I mean, you can laugh at this all you want. You can say yeah. that this is a minor problem, but it really isn't. Listen, we've all been there. Everybody has been there. You've been at a place where you don't want to poop. <laughs> yeah, work, right? Work, work <laughs> someone's house. Mm-hmm. You know, someone you're dating, like this person. I, we've everybody has been there. I know that. I, I'm sure. And so I don't. I don't really know what to tell her except that it's a very 
normal thing. And if you're having issues, maybe you could take, um, you know, that stuff called poopery, and you drop it in the toilet before you go. You gonna carry that around with you? I've never tried it, but people do. Listen, it's always an option in my FabFitFun boxes, which I still get, by the way. A poopery? Oh. Is that what poopery. comes in the fa- That's what they Not- send you in FabFitFun poopery? You can, wow. you can get it. That's fun. How have we not convinced you to cut off this subscription? (laughs) I love it. That's a different topic. I love FabFitFun. That's that's next week. That's next week. I love it and I get it all the time. Uh Um, If FabFitFun would like to sponsor our podcast, then they could get in touch with us. DaveRachelForman at gmail.com. Yeah, just don't send me one because I don't want it. Hey, I don't want one. Oh, just, not if you're. You just send you're, it to me, and I'll talk about you all day long. <laughs> um, you're selling, trying to sell me on poopery. Sell poopery. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, listen, I've never tried it, but I think you just put in the, you put like a drop or two in the toilet, and then because I've seen the ads for them, and and then you go, and I think it's fine. Like it doesn't smell. Okay. All right. Right. So you could do. She could do that. If that's the only issue, how did she word that at the beginning? She has some what system? Uh, what? System issues, she says. Okay, all right. System that are hard issue. to mask. I mean, what are IBS those? Could... What, what are those I don't system know. issues? Like, are you? Uh, I mean, uh, there are many kinds of poopers, as you know. There's there are party poopers. <laughs> <laughs> There's you already brought this up. You said uh, maybe she's you know you're you're suggesting here you went out on a limb and and you think she's a stinky poop because she needs poopery. I'm assuming that's what the issue is. But what if you're a what if you're a I hate to use this term. What if you're a loud pooper? Poopery doesn't oh. help you with that. No. Well, that's yeah, that's true. I would um, say the stinky pooper or loud pooper or frequent pooper. Honestly, like that's just being a human being. I mean, you just yeah. gotta, you just gotta come clean with that. Yeah. Uh, I look too bad that this is who I am. You love every other part of me. Exactly. Yeah. I think if this guy's not okay with you pooping, he's not the guy for you or any well, any person really. Every- Everybody poops, so we know that. But I mean, you can't just overgeneralize and say, if this guy's not okay with you pooping, depends on where she wants to poop. Please now, do it in the I bathroom. do have a story because I do know someone who... That's an issue. Right. And I don't know, as you were saying, there's different kinds of poopers. And I don't know how bad it is because I know somebody who at their workplace, there was someone at the workplace and they couldn't figure out who for, and I don't know if they ever did, who would go into the bathroom into the men's room and mm. it was a it was a several stalls i guess and it, it just exploded every morning <laughs> and every morning every everybody knew it and they would always comment like oh my god who's you know the guy whoever it is cuz they didn't know who it was but it was a thing and everybody knew so that person was an at work pooper that didn't try and hide it also a mystery a mystery pooper which is another type of pooper. mystery yeah. mystery mm-hmm. at work pooper sure. which is fine if you listen if you got to go you got to go but if it's that bad i don't i mean yeah maybe you should go home no because the whole point of that i think and i'm not i was not a uh uh, a work pooper, but a lot of people uh, love to poop at work. So too many. <laughs> they too love many. it. Yes, of course. Who loves it? We have one guy who lived around the corner at the old radio station, and he would he would come into work. He lived five minutes away, and the first thing he did what? when he got to work, poop. 
Why? How do you know that? Why? Because there's a stall and I would go, I'd run down quickly while, you know, a song was playing to go to the bathroom. Oh. He was, I knew it was him. He was always him. He oh came my. to her. Yes. To poop. Maybe. What if he's in this same kind of relationship, though? What if he's running away yes. from his girlfriend but, yes. well, listen, to hide be. from her? Yes. But, I, but yes. I'm, assume, I'm assuming that people like to poop at work because they like to poop on the clock. I like to get paid to poop. Oh, come on. There's That's an awful lot of people. It is. Uh, yes, there is. No, it isn't. The radio station never... I'm at now, uh, we share a bathroom with other, like there's an accounting firm and a couple other businesses. Those stalls in the men's bathroom are always, always occupied. Yes. I, ha- I hate it so yes. much. You want to get paid to poop, don't you? Everybody's pooping at work. Yes, you get paid. Constantly. Constantly. And then they come out and they want to chat with you while you're in there. Oh, my. Exactly. No, thank you. Now, listen, if they're in a relationship with somebody like this woman and she has to leave and go poop somewhere else, maybe she's got to go to the restaurant down the street. Maybe she runs to work. Maybe she can't get home. Maybe she can't get home in time and she has to go somewhere else first, right? Okay. She so what are we do it in front of this guy. What are our ideas here? I think poopery. Try that first. <laughs> I feel like Foreman, Foreman's logic is fair. All human beings do this, and you just yeah. need to broach this. But, right. yeah. but from you know, I if I was to be devil's advocate or poop advocate or you know whatever here, I would <laughs> I would say that if you bring up the if if you start talking to me about well you know your system issues and pooping mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. it is a little off putting. Just say it slightly. Listen, I don't want to know about it. Just if you if you need to go, you go. Well, it's fine. Yeah, you don't have to make a big production of it. No, but just go. Yeah. You d- you know, know, use the poopery if you need to. You right. courtesy flush if you want to. Courtesy flush, that's good yeah. too. I think the only the only time the only thing that's going to give you an actual problem because I think you can get over the rest of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The actual problem is going to be if you're a toilet clogger. That you don't want to do at his house. Then do a couple flushes then, probably. The courtesy flush would help that, I think. When you're not done yet and you have to keep going after you've already flushed. If if it's really that bad, maybe, yeah. Right? Whatever. You say it's okay to do what you got to do. And flush 13 times while he's going, (laughs) what are you doing in there? Okay, if you have to flush 13 times, I think you might want to see a doctor. If you have to travel with poopery and your own personal plunger, <laughs> maybe see a right. doctor. So our best advice is just confront him. Although I don't like that idea. I have to be honest with you. I wish there was something. You wouldn't confront. I wish there was a magic way to make this go away, but I can't think of one. Not have to poop. Well, no. <laughs> Eat lots of cheese. You'll be all bunged up. You'll be good to go okay. for a while. All Especially right. if it's frozen cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I've, uh, for the first time in my uh, uh, many turns around the sun. Um, <laughs> How uh, many turns? <laughs> well, a lot of a lot Are of you turns. one? Are you two? <laughs> Are you three? You should have started at the top end. 
Anyway, uh, my many turns around the sun. I have never, as a dad in my dad career, mm-hmm. I've never really had to deal with getting uh, kids up and off to school because right. most of my dad life I spent getting up at three in the morning and I was not at home. I just wasn't there. Well, it turns out now I am at home mm-hmm. at that hour and I have a teenager and um, I take the teenager to school every day because when you're in grade 11, in case you guys don't know, and you'll, you have, you have daughters who aren't there yet, but they will be when you're in mm-hmm. grade 11, you don't take the bus dad. Oh, oh you're okay. too cool for the bus. Yeah. You don't yeah. I didn't take the bus in grade 11, I, but I have my own car. Yeah, see? A there we go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You don't take the bus, Dad. No, you well, don't she, take the bus. She's not quite old enough to drive, but soon. That soon comes, and that's another topic for another day. So uh, she's 15 years old. So here's the deal. What we're uh, what I'm running into is that every day I have to now wake her up. I've never had to do this before. Um, so the question is, how do you wake a teenager? Mm. How do you get a teenager awake? And you have to be the alarm because that seems like the easiest answer. She can have her own alarm. No, she has an alarm. She has three alarms. One's really? a phone. One's a clock radio. Why do you um, have to wake her up then? Because they don't do the trick. Does she? Does she just hit sometimes, snooze, or is she just sleep through them? Like she doesn't. Sometimes hear the 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 clock radio. By the way, uh, I learned because it happened one morning. The clock radio goes off at whatever time it goes off. And uh, it it kept going. I, I listened to a radio station that I didn't want to listen to <laughs> for half an hour before it shut off. Oh, it, shut, oh. it shuts off in half an hour. If you don't do it yourself, it turns off in half an hour. She oh, most of the time uh, turns it off. Not right away, but it takes a while for her to turn it off. And then one of the other alarms will go off and then the phone alarm will go off. And then dad goes up usually shortly after seven. Uh, and now it's dark, you know, now we're into the time of year where it's dark and all that stuff. And um, yeah. I'm trying to get her out of bed. Now, I started by going in and giving her a shake. And then I, and then I would put a hall light on outside of her bedroom. And I found that these were not effective tools, which is why I'm asking <laughs> the question, how do you wake a teenager? First of all, I would say you don't. Yeah. Inherently, <laughs> I believe uh, a te- part of a teenager's uh, makeup is mm-hmm. that they do not want to wake up. They no. don't. No. Teenagers actually need a lot of sleep. Like teenagers need a lot of sleep, and that's that's like a scientific fact that teenagers need. Well, they're wired a lot of sleep. They're wired differently, and that's why you know over the years there have been talks of maybe schools should be moved later for teenagers because they're oh, so please. early and it's not. Con- I know. Well, ah, kids anyway. these days, right? So anyway, so I'm I'm still working on trying to uh, how to wake up a teenager. Now, okay. uh, I remember my father uh, would do this to me on the you know the mm. darkest, coldest mornings in January. I had my own room, a little you know, I'm in bed, and I'm like out of bed, and then the light would come on. He would just go <laughs> in. He would open the door and turn on the light, and yeah. it was the worst way to wake up i mean the worst yes, it is i it can't is, it's unless jarring. you have unless you have one of those air horns uh, ooga, <laughs> and do that 
<laughs> I mean, I can't think of another yeah, worse way to wake up. Yeah. How many trips around the sun? <laughs> you like me to do that? Anyway, so now I thought about. I remembered my dad doing that, so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll, you know, I won't go in and turn on her room light, but she's got a bathroom. Yeah, because you remember how much you hated it. I don't wake so my I turn, kids up that I way. I turn the bathroom light on, and then I open the door, and and uh, now I walk in, and I'm like, "Come on, get up!" And her eyes open now, at least, and she does eventually. Although I've had to go and you know go back up twenty minutes later and drag her out of. So bed. what works? Like when does she get up? You have to actually physically like get her out of bed. No, the light has been working a little bit. It's not a hundred percent though. Not a hundred percent. Okay. What does your parents do? And is she late for school ever? No, or, like, because she I'm does driving her. No, she's not late. I get oh, her to okay. school. I, get her to- I, I hated getting up, and I'm still not a morning person. I've never been a morning person. I'm a night person, which is why it was so hard for me to do a morning show <laughs> and wake up that early. Um, I would say... My, well, my mom used to come and wake me up and say, Rachel, it's time time to get up. And I can't remember if she turned the light on or not, but I would never get up. And then eventually she would yell from downstairs, Rachel, it's 20 to 8. And I knew I had to get up at that point. I just knew that was kind of last call. And that got you up? Wow. Yeah, because I knew that was last call oh, and wow. I needed to get up and get ready, have a shower, get whatever, and get ready to go. Yeah, that was. I, I needed, I, if I pushed it later work. than that, I would miss the bus. That won't work here because I did haul her up at her uh, one particular morning and I was like, are you up? Are you up? And I went upstairs. and she Yeah, she, I think she, my mom just yelled at me a lot until I woke up. See, I had to get myself up as a teenager. Weekdays, my really? parents were both already gone to work by the time really? I'd be getting up and the bus would come. So I, we were totally on our own, my old, two older sisters and I. So I don't know how I ended up actually getting I'm many days that we're running down the driveway to try and get the bus. Uh, I yeah. spent a lot of time listening to the radio because I know I would just lie in bed with it on. Eventually, I would get up, but it was the weekends where mom or dad would come in and just come barge right in, open the door, open the curtains, the shutters, turn the lights on, and say, "All right, gotta cut wood. Cut wood. Cut <laughs> what are you wood? cutting wood for? Where do you Why do you gotta live? get up on the weekends to cut wood? Well, that's what you do all summer when you have a wood furnace on a farm. You had a wood furnace." What do you what do you cut wood so mom can cook breakfast? What are you talking about? How did you, how did you listen to the radio by batteries? <laughs> they cranked it up. Yeah. What do you need all that wood for? You had a wood furnace. You'd need a yes. lot of wood. Yeah, well, I know. That's spent all summer either doing wood or doing hay. God, I hate doing hay. Good grief. <laughs> how did I not know this about you? You 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 come from some like log cabin in the middle of the woods with no <laughs> yes. power. I didn't yeah. know that. Did you have an indoor toilet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have, we, you, you get a, a truck would deliver a big ass load of logs, and then you would have to, and then you would rent a, a splitter. And split them all and pile them. And then you'd have to pile that into a trailer and bring the trailer over to the house and pile that oh into the basement. And then every day, the mom and dad's farmhands, me and Heather and Christine, you'd have to make a fire in the furnace every goddamn day. Well, how, how many logs, how many pieces of wood do you need in the I have so many questions here. First so of do all, I. I don't Get know. In line. Your, 
I, I don't. Well, I don't know your. I've never met your sisters, so I have to assume maybe one of them looks like this. But I don't understand for me because I know you, and you don't look like the Rock. No, you're no lumberjack, Foreman. You were chopping wood for for your family's heat. You would yeah. be. You should have been ripped. What do your sisters look like? Louisa from Encanto. <laughs> Louisa. That's a foreman looked like too. <laughs> <laughs> then I sat around with you guys every morning and got soft. <laughs> obviously. That's obvious. Wow. That's yeah. a lot of wood to chop. Is that That's... all you did all weekend? I mean, you got yes. did you have other people on the farm to help? Or I mean, I know you had horses. Did they do any work? No, we did the work for them. <laughs> The freaking hay. Oh, God. And then, yeah, if you weren't doing wood for the day, then you would have had a hay delivery and you got to put that up in the hayloft. Good. That sucked, too. expect the yeah. horses to help with the chopping of the wood, Rachel? I don't, I don't know. understand. Don't you hook them up to something and make them work? I don't know. Don't horses work for a living on a this farm? This isn't when Dave was a kid. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I started wow. this. I got a, I'm a modern teenager with three alarms. Won't get out of bed. Foreman lives where there's no power. He's got yes, Foreman's ripped out of bed to chop wood. His mother can't cook, can't cook anything because there's no logs for the, for the wood stove. <laughs> it's a hard knock life back in 1883 when Timbergraw and Faith Hill were my parents. Yes. <laughs> what did you do well, when you ran out of wood, Foreman? Like, what if there was no wood for the furnace? What did you do? What did you do? Well, you got in shit for not putting enough wood in the basement in the first place. That's how it works. <laughs> and then you works. fucking froze. Yeah. Oh, God. That's horrible. Anyway, we yeah. still don't know how to wake a teenager, but there's some ideas. <laughs> Tell them they got to get up and chop wood. They'll be so pissed, they'll jump right out of bed. <laughs> Thanks once again for listening to Due to Underwhelming Demand. It's our podcast, Dave, Rachel, and Foreman. The old radio show is now a podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, we want to thank you all for your support so far. It's been great. Yeah. You know what? We've had a lot of people uh, buy us coffees, which is amazing. Uh, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash underwhelming if you feel so inclined. If you love listening to this podcast as much as we love doing it because this was a riot today, uh, then then consider helping us out because that helps us pay for um, the production costs associated with doing the podcast. So. Thank you very much. Some of my senior friends are wondering about a senior rate on the coffee, but there isn't one. I'm just, you know, thought I'd throw that free in. Free refills. In hindsight, they should have named it buy me a beer. That would have been yeah. far more useful. Yeah, buy me a beer would have been better. I like that yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, uh, we'd be happy to take on sponsors. If you know someone who might want to sponsor us or if you yourself want to uh, reach out, Dave, Rachel Foreman at gmail.com. No E in Foreman. F-O-R-M-A-N. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or if you're my mother-in-law, you can just text me your thoughts. <laughs> oh God! What are, what are, what are her thoughts? Rachel. Uh oh. Uh, Marlene cannot wait to hear what shirt Jimmy Buffett wears next time. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, actually, he's worn the Margaritaville shirt a few times now. The bus driver. Well, yeah. you, I mean, have you, have you ever been to uh, Margaritaville any, at any point, like yes. a restaurant, the Margaritaville? Yeah. Do you know how much one of those T-shirts cost? Of course, no. you're going to wear it for a while. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Jimmy has a lifestyle. Jimmy Buffett, yeah, he's doing he he's doing all right. It costs a lot right. to do nothing. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Marlene also says it was very kind of you to help listeners set up the podcast. Oh, that's oh nice good. Because well, you, you said you did a tool, you had to do a tutorial with your friends on how how to listen oh, to a podcast. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes. And one of them did say to me, she's like, I've listened to all of them. You guys are hilarious. It's so fun to listen to. And I said, thank you. That's great. I'm so glad. Um, she had some commentary for me as well. Oh, okay, uh, good. Let's go through it. <laughs> for the love of dot, 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 buy a microwave and a generator too. There you yes, go. Yes, Foreman, get a microwave. Yeah. Like, oh my God. It makes your life so much easier. But- Listen, Foreman's used to chopping wood for the furnace, so... Yeah, we just found that out. But there's a whole tin hat sort of thing going on here with Foreman in the microwave that needs to be explored at some point. Don't wear a tin hat in the microwave, Foreman. Yeah, yeah. Maybe at a later date. But thank you for listening. (laughs) 